0: Like I turned my shit off. Turn the shit on and off. Whoop whoop flip flip squop squap. Pra pra That's what I was trying to do, fuck I forgot what the sound <laughs> was. All I could think of was the TikTok that was like, hold up, wait a minute, it's a chopper. Pra pra Blick.
1: God, what the fuck is... Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to FastPass, the history podcast in uh, 30 minutes or less. As always, I am Jason.
0: And I'm Megan.
1: Uh, Meg, we can stop lying to the people.
0: I'm sorry. What are you, what are you lying to people about?
1: Allow me to do the introductions. Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fast Pass, the history podcast in close to 30 minutes or less. As always, I am Jason, and uh, I am with published author Megan Tobias. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I got published on a paper I did about Lysistrata and Ancient Greece. We're
1: going to have to do an episode on that.
0: Oh, I would love to, write, like, literally read you my paper, but you'd have to leave, like, have read Lysistrata. I, you know, we will fucking do something like that. I have a lot on women in Ancient Greece, and spoiler alert, men were awful.
1: Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> <laughs> so, in today's episode, we're talking about Dick, lol, Turpin.
0: And who exactly is Dick, lol, Turpin?
1: well uh first we need to dissuade the good folks at home that uh this man was in fact not a folk hero as is to be believed
0: i've never even i've never heard of him so i don't know how folk hero he can be
1: well i guess it's more of a it's a it's more of a local legend kind of thing like in america we have johnny appleseed davy crockett billy the kid bonnie and clyde pocahontas Like, we know their stories, and we know they were real people, but we romanticized their stories to make them sound sexier than it actually was.
0: Okay, so Dick Turpin is a folk hero. From whence?
1: From whence he came? Well, well, Richard Turpin was the son of John Turpin, a farmer in Essex, a.k.a. the UK. Uh, He grew up and received a, quote, common school education, unquote, and he became an apprentice to a butcher. He was known for the, quote, brutality of his manners unquote
0: that sounds that sounds a little sketchy
1: yeah he was he was just a dick growing up
0: the name aptly fits the person though. name and title <laughs> so uh, where was he uh, born then
1: he was born in essex in the uk in the year of 1705 or 1706 uh sources differ
0: see i love when you deal with like mythalized figures and like folk heroes because we really don't know anything about their early life until they become famous and they're like oh shit was he thirty? so that would make it he was like 35 36 so 37 1706 1704 1703 and then they just kind of come up with a fucking answer it's
1: like ah close enough
0: yeah i think he was 35 you know i have no sources to back up that but we're gonna say 35 so the guy from essex who was kind of educated that's what we know about him let's find out what made him a pseudo legendary figure
1: yeah so as a butcher he wanted to make money but uh hey that wasn't working out because, uh, you know, things are expensive, he was poor, he couldn't afford to buy too many animals to butcher, and uh, he had no way of making money.
0: This kind of reminds me of the Typhoid Mary that we did, that she really wanted to be, like, wealthy, mm-hmm. but then, like, couldn't. Yep. <laughs> um, so he turned to a life of crime, unlike Typhoid Mary.
1: I don't know, she turned to a life well, of crime later on. She
0: just kind of spread diseases around. So Dick Turpin would steal his neighbor's oxen, then would butcher them and sell them. Eventually, someone caught on and informed the police. Knock, knock. It's the police. So they got a warrant for his arrest and went to bring him in.
1: Yeah, but uh, he knew they were coming. So he just hopped out the back window and booked it. When he found somewhere relatively safe to stay, he wrote to his wife. His wife? Yeah, he was married.
0: (laughs) Someone get your man.
1: And uh, she sent him money. Wow. And with that money he would again flee and he would end up joining a gang of poachers and smugglers.
0: So he's married, right? Yes. So his wife, being a loyal ass motherfucker. Yep. Sends him money. And then he's like, yo, great. Peace the fuck out and just leaves her.
1: Ride or die.
0: But this time <laughs> But this, it, time <laughs> this time just ride.
1: This time just ride.
0: And and that's not all. Oh God. <laughs> So smuggling didn't work out when custom house officers found all the things they were smuggling and took it, leaving him and the gang with virtually nothing. RIP. So he had to rely on poaching deer, which wasn't making the money they were hoping for.
1: Yeah, so from there they ended up turning to house robbing, not like the sneaky-beaky, sneak-in-at-night kind of house robbery. Like full-on daytime robbery, when the sun is out. So...
0: Sun's he, out, guns out. Sun's out, <laughs> guns out. Oh, shit.
1: Yep. So here's how it went down. One guy would walk up to the door and knock. Someone would answer the door, and then all of them would just bum rush in and just steal the shit out of fucking everything. Uh, the first time they did this, there was no violence, but they ended up just robbing the fucking place. But one of their later robbings, the second one, uh, they knocked and then rushed in, blindfolded the lady and her maid, and demanded to know where the money was. When the lady didn't tell them, he threatened to put her over a fire. She didn't say anything. So they literally put her over a roaring fire.
0: I'm sorry. This was his second robbery? Second. You know, I watched a documentary about Ted Bundy where they were like, wow, he made tiger traps when he was little. I could never see that he would kill a bunch of women. I feel like this is kind of that situation where it's like, wow, he just put someone over a roaring fire on his second robbery. I could not ever see how he would become a murderer.
1: He literally went from stealing oxen to... Smuggling to poaching to, to fucking robbing people and th- throwing them over a fire. Well, what I the fuck?
0: If you want to, like, cook a, a pig, you put it over a fire. He was just going back to his butcher days and be like, ah, yes, this cut of meat would be really good for a fire. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, no. Oh, no, Dick Turpin. Why? Because
1: he's a bit of a dick, ain't
0: he? Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
1: So, anyways, uh, after that, they kept at it. They tried again with the whole knocking on the door thing, but this one time, the family didn't open the door.
0: Oh, don't you hate it when that happens when you try to rob someone when they don't answer the door?
1: Yeah. So instead of just walking away like you would expect because, like, oh, no one's answering the door. <laughs> that means they don't want me to come in. They fucking kicked the door down, tied up the whole family, and robbed them of about 800 pounds.
0: Now, we're not going to do the quick maths here, but that was a lot of money.
1: That was a lot of fucking money.
0: Now, from here, Turpin went to London to buy fancier clothes. And he got so drunk one time, he missed the next robbery. Yep. So in that robbery, everyone, aside from Dick, broke into an old man's house and broke every piece of furniture in that house because he was not being quiet, and then forced his daughter to flee and to hide in a pigsty. Mm -hmm. They also then beat the older man, quote, with great severity, and then they went to go to meet up with a turpin in London. So it's like, if it was a modern day, it'd be like me texting Jason, like, hey, Jason, I overslept what I miss?
1: Oh, yeah. We fucking robbed this guy. XD, LOL. (laughs) I think he had a daughter. Don't really know.
0: (laughs) And then I'd be like, LOL, we sell him for drinks later?
1: Hell, yeah. Just let me finish kicking this guy.
0: Thank you. And scene. Jeez. (laughs) That's so fucking awful.
1: Oh, oh, here we go. Here's one that has a date to it. Great. On January 11th, 1735, Turpin and his five compatriots went into the house of a rich farmer in Kent and told them that if they complied, no one would be injured. They ended up robbing them, just kind of loosely, so they had some stuff left over. They didn't go through, like, every room of the house. Mm -hmm. And they promised not to injure them. And then a maid went upstairs, barred herself in a room, and yelled out the window, crying, Thieves! So the gang went upstairs, kicked the door down, again, and robbed the entirety of the house, since they missed some things before. They found some food and wine, and decided now would be a good time to party.
0: While they're...
1: While they're holding these people hostage. rob mid-rob. Yeah, mid-robbery. Like, there's the entire family, there's the maids, and there's a couple of friends all being held hostage. And they're drinking wine and eating, like, mincemeat pies. They eventually find, like, a bottle of brandy and just start offering glasses to the hostages. Apparently, the wife of the homeowner is literally just like, I I can't, I can't, I can't take this. And she just passed out, just fainted right there what
0: kind of night is that
1: yeah so they finished up all their revelry and all that shit and as they were leaving they warned them that if any authorities were alerted in the next two hours that they would come back and murder them
0: this whole thing seems like i don't want to say a disney movie but almost like a disney movie that like (laughs) this woman would like go and be like police thieves help but like Instead of there, like, being some, like, hero there. Yeah. There's just nobody fucking around. Yeah. Because it's Essex in the 1700s. Yeah. What did she expect to happen? Was her mice friends going to come and, like, create a policeman? I don't... Okay. And from the looks of all of these... What are we going to call them?
1: Excursions. Excursions. Okay. We're putting it <laughs> as politely as possible.
0: And from the looks of it, um, all of these excursions, aside from the moment where they put the lady over fire... They were more tame, you know, these were the more tame ones. Apparently, they once robbed a guy, and as an apology for their conduct, he actually returned some change to the man.
1: Yeah, because they, like, stole, like, uh, a necklace or a ring or something from him, beat him up a little bit, like, just roughhoused him, and then Dick's like, Oh, dude, we're being a little bit too mean. I'm so sorry. Here, have, like, some pence. Have, (laughs) Have a little bit of change and be on your way. Just like... You just fucking robbed this man <laughs> of almost everything he had and you give him some change back. Keep the change. <laughs> you feel the animal? <laughs> what the fuck, Dick?
0: Another time, they pulled a gun on a boy and forced him to lead them to his master's house before robbing them both at gunpoint, and not getting enough money, they poured hot water over the man. But, yeah. quote, it provincially, providentially Providentially happened to not be hot enough to scald him. Sad face. The sad
1: face is in the quote
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, During all of this though A maid who was trying to hide was found and Raped You know Why not just rape a woman Let's just Why do men always
1: (sighs) Because they're a bunch of dicks No
0: fuck Dick Turpin You're fucking cancelled buddy I thought you were funny in the beginning But then you started putting people on spikes And fucking cooking them over a fire And now you do this shit Yo fuck you Fuck you
1: yeah, he was a bit of a dick. He was a he led these guys. He's just letting all this shit happen. But, thankfully, on one of these excursions in February of the same year, they ended up getting caught and hanged.
0: Thank God.
1: Except for Dick Turpin. Bitch. He managed to escape again, and then uh, somewhere down the line went to rob a well-dressed man on the road. Turns out the other man was another well-known highwayman named Matt King. Or Tom King. I found, again, differing... Bullshit. Yeah. So they became friends, went out, becoming so infamous that no one would house them at all. No inn, motel, hotel, or public house would accept them. A uh, servant of a man that Turpin had previously robbed went searching for him, and once he found Turpin, bid him to surrender. But uh, Dick shot him and committed his first murder. He would later rob a man and steal his horse because he liked that horse better.
0: I just feel like, of course, he's going to get some murder because, I mean, on his second excursion, he decided to fucking burn a woman alive. And then he just, like, watched rape happen. It was probably like, oh, this is pretty cool and didn't say anything. Um, Big old steps. And he was also a butcher, so he, like, he killed animals before. I mean, it's, like, one step to a person.
1: So he's, like, it started off with, like, little steps. And then as soon as he started robbing people, it's like, eh, full send. Let me just start murdering people. Let me start torturing people. What the fuck?
0: He would later be pursued again and would steal yet another horse in order to escape. He would later make it to Lincolnshire, where he would go by the name of John Palmer and acted like a gentleman, which is obviously the opposite of what this thing is. Yep. He might have gotten the name from either his wife or his mother. One of their maiden names was actually Palmer. But again, scholars argue about this fact. So in Lincolnshire, he would continue to steal horses and then would sell them. He was the first car thief.
1: He was a stealer and dealer. Of horses.
0: <laughs> of horses. Hey, I bet your Rasputin would probably steal and deal one of them.
1: I feel like they would be friends.
0: I mean, they were two different times, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But uh, his undoing would be when uh, Dick shot a load all over his landlord's cock.
0: I, he said shot a load over his landlord's <laughs> cock. wrote.
1: I know. I know what I wrote and I know what I said.
0: to anyone out there he's not talking about his penis he's he's actually talking about his rooster yeah he shot at the landlord's rooster and then the neighbors called him out on it and then Turpin being who he was replied that if the neighbor would would stay while he loaded his gun he would shoot him too and so the neighbor left and then told the landlord who then told the police who then filed an investigation and then brought John Palmer in for being a horse thief sheep thief and someone who collected several deaths Debts Deaths and deaths. Both. Both.
1: Uh, in prison, he would write to his brother in a single letter. It stated...
0: Dear brother, I am sorry to acquaint you that I am now under confinement in York Castle for horse stealing. If I could procure... I, I feel like he'd be more cockney than this, right? Probably. If I could procure an Evans from London to give me a character that would go a great way toward me being acquitted, I am not been long in this county country um, before being apprehended so that it would pass off the radio. Um, for heaven's sake, dear brother, do not neglect me. You know what it means when I say I am yours, John Palmer. Thing is. And scene.
1: <laughs> thing is, when he wanted his brother to not neglect him, his brother decided <laughs> not to pay postage on the letter. Yikes. So the letter was going to be returned, but um, Mr. Smith, a uh, schoolmaster who just so happened to teach Dick Turpin how to write, paused the postie. He's like, hey, hold on. What is this? Read it. he's like, holy shit. That's not John Palmer. That's Dick Turpin. <laughs> I know that handwriting anywhere. So Mr. Smith was brought uh, to York Castle prison thing to point out Dick Turpin from a lineup of pretty much everyone there, which he did with no problem.
0: People finding out that the famous Dick, I'm going to say infamous, Dick Turpin was arrested, flocked to see him and to see if he was real or if he was fake, you know? Um, He also wrote to his dad to help him. The thing was, he was too notorious, and at that point, nothing could be done. He was set to die. Karma's a bitch. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, knowing he was going to die, he said, fuck it, and bought himself a new coat and new pumps, a.k.a. shoes. He also paid five poor men ten shillings to follow the cart as mourners. He also gave out hatbands and gloves to others. He also left a gold ring and several other things to a married woman in Lincolnshire, quote, with whom he had been acquainted.
0: Whoa, 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 I forgot he had a wife.
1: Yeah, he had so a wife, he just and left then his wife
0: for the whole time, and then he's like, "Yo, you know what? On top of me being a fucking murderer and sociopath, I'm gonna cheat on my wife too, who sent me money in my time of need." Yo, fuck Dick Turpin.
1: <sighs> so he ended up climbing the ladder to the gallows, and while he was up there, he conversed with his executioner for about half an hour, before just throwing himself off the ladder. This is how he died on April tenth, seventeen thirty nine, and the rest is history okay,
0: so he just full send threw himself off this. yeet <laughs> oh my this god. bitch
1: empty yeet <laughs>
0: oh my god um it's what he gets and that's how he said what's up airy season i'm gonna throw myself off uh, this thing with this noose on my neck and kill myself
1: want to you know the weirdest thing in you can still visit his grave today and it is one of the largest graves in the cemetery where he is buried
0: why do we idolize and infamize and um fableize these people
1: Well, uh, there was an author, I forget the name of them, who told the tale of Dick Turpin, who ended up romanticizing it.
0: Of course, just like Pocahontas, even though she was 13, had no teeth, and was pretty much bald.
1: History! History. Written by the
0: victors. And skewed, obviously.
1: Johnny Appleseed, actual name John Chapman. He was just some motherfucker who planted trees.
0: Some motherfucker who planted trees. This guy was some motherfucker who killed people
1: yep the so, rest is history you know that so uh you know, f- so, f- fuck me i guess
0: <laughs> so if you would like to request future episodes from us you can dm us on twitter at past one or you could email us at 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 gmail.com i do have a link to my phone now so i will see if you send us an email yeah send us an email say hello what's up um if you like sources for this episode you could do the same you could dm us for sources or you could email us you could also cite us in scholarly papers since we do have sources and we are credible. What's yeah, up?
1: especially now that she's published. It's I'm like,
0: published, y'all. It's so like I really super have to... Super credible.
1: Our credibility is through the fucking roof right now. Oh,
0: God, Jason, I, I don't know if I can live up to this. Just kidding. I already have an idea for another paper. What's Ayo. up? Okay. And until next time...
1: Bye bye What a dick.
0: What a dick turpin.